Welcome to Naked Conversations, where we get down to the nitty gritty of the everyday struggles we experience in the most raw and authentic way. We'll cover topics like self-reflection, questioning God, abstinence, being Christian and not corny, and so much more. So join us as we bear our hearts and get naked in conversation, because what's there to be ashamed of anyways? I'm Deborah, And I'm Candice. So let's get down to it. And we back. Yep. <laughs> I was praying you wasn't finna go there. Yeah. A hit, if you will. I love Chance. I did. did. I don't I don't uh disagree with your sentiments. He did his thing on uh what's that? Acid. No, that was acid rap. Child, he did all the things. <laughs> like, I always that. I can't even think right now for real. It's okay, friend. Um, so we are back for another episode of Naked Conversations. Thank you for joining us once again for another week of conversation, getting honest, getting transparent, and all of the things. Um, it's been a week, and we're going to tell y'all all about it uh, in this here episode. Um, I guess I'm going to start by saying trigger warning for the entire episode, because a lot of it might be... Um, emotional. My life has been triggering. Or triggering <laughs> to some folks. So um, I'm just going to put that out there right now because we don't really know too, too, too much of what we're going to go into, but we have an idea of some of the things. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead with the strip down. So today's strip down will likely be the entire conversation <laughs> because when we pulled this card, we felt it in our hearts and our souls. So the strip down for today is what is the hardest thing I have ever had to go through and how do I motivate myself through my my times of struggle? Talking about motivating myself. <laughs> is that meant for me to go first? Oh, yes. I read the question. You have to go first. You can ask a question and the answer. Um, the hardest thing I had to go through is what I'm, I, I'm not even go through i'm not through it i'm in it it's currently the position i'm in in my life um the the last episode was, was talking about where my faith is i don't think my faith is like low it's a little bit higher but mm -hmm. um child uh, my past week it's been it's been a little bit over a week i think now yeah has came to try to kill me quite literally um i was in a car accident about a week ago, cars total. Girl, and it's a lot behind that too. Like we were like, oh, cars total. I'm alive though. Um, I'm, I'm still here. I mean, that is the theme of this season, <laughs> for real. <laughs> oh, let me see. Um, I have some things going on in my family life, which is unfortunate. And girl, and I'm still, and all through it all, we we get into the details of it all through it all. Guess what? I still got to do. I got to figure out how to pass these classes. How to do what? Pass these classes. Oh, girl, yes. And things just been real heavy lately. I just been crying in front of people. Well, I don't. I don't think a lot of people have seen me cry. It's only it's only been a select few. 
But still, I just been crying, child. I ain't cried. Oh, I did not cry today. I mean, that's that's a lie. That's I, a win. I, I cried today, but I cried mm. today praying. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I don't, that counts, but it don't count. Now, my my tears were different today, but um, girl, don't. I don't. I don't know how I made it to today. I do. God has kept me. Hey, come on. Mentally, mentally. Because it was, if he it kept were not me for physically, his grace. but they say you take the you take the mind, you got the body. He has kept me mentally mm. in all aspects. What it say? How do I motivate myself? Yeah, how are you motivating? Because this is something that you're still experiencing. So, how are you currently motivating yourself through this time of struggle? <sighs> you know what they say. I'm. I'm I, I've said it before. I'm pretty sure I probably said it. You know. Giving God praise and worship, even when you don't feel like it. Mm. Quite literally. And then I'll be sitting here like, am I just throwing Christian glitter on, on the situation? Mm -hmm. I just have to keep it above with God. This is, this is, um, what's well, not a curse word? Poopy. Uh, that sounds childish, but it's not fun. It's not great. It's doo doo. Yeah. Uh, motivate myself. I've been cool. I was cool today. I was cool yesterday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just been, girl, praying without ceasing. Mm. I've been praying for God to keep my mind. Peace that surpasses all understanding. I need, I've been holding on to faith. Be quiet, literally. Um, yeah, I know that God is real. I've seen things, I experienced things, I've felt God's presence. So it's mm. like no turning back from here because I know too much. Yeah. Ain't no going back. Now, when things happen that you don't want to happen, you don't feel like God is responding to you the way that you want him to respond to. That's that's I feel like that's when the take the, the faith really gets tested. It's mm -hmm. like, hmm, do I really know you? Do you really rock with me like that? Are oh. we gang gang for real? Am I truly the daughter? The, the, what they say, the kings and queens. Am I am I truly one of those? But yeah, girl, hold, holding on to faith. What I got by for dear life and just praying without ceasing. And then keep it a buck with the people that I trust to pray for me. And saying, I ain't got it right now. I'm actually quite low. Lower than low has been. And I can't even pray for myself right now. So I'm pretty sure it's not even just my prayers that is keeping me mentally, but the prayers of those who are close to me. Because mm. I have been praying for you, my good sis. Child. Somebody at the birth. So, I was going to say something. That's probably triggering. It's okay. I know exactly what you were going <laughs> to say, though. And I'm glad that you didn't say it, because then we'd probably have to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I really do love about you before I answer the question um, is you like your resiliency mm. um, what you have been experiencing in life currently like a lot of people would have like bent and half folded I mean been folded they would have gave in to their vices their, they would have you know, reverted, they would have completely stopped trusting in God. But like you encouraged me so much because even in this moment, I see that your faith has grown even bigger than I've possibly ever seen it since we've been friends. 
Um, and that takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of trust because you can't see exactly what like Girl, God is doing. Can't you can't see it. You thing. can't see it. Can't <laughs> it, see nothing. <laughs> it's so difficult to like have that kind of faith when you can't, you can literally not see what God's ultimate plan is in a situation. And it's frustrating. And I'm so blessed to have a friend that trusts in God like you do, because it encourages me to continue to trust in God in all of my situations in my life. And not nearly um, as insane as what's been happening in your life at all. Um, and it's not like obviously the struggle Olympics. However, you know, I do want to make space and like celebrate you because I do love that about you. Um, and I think that God is going to like greatly reward you for that. In the same way, like when Job lost everything, God blessed him double. Was it double or triple child? It was everything and then some. Child, because I'm going to keep it up. A full buck 50 with y'all. I deserve at least five woods. <laughs> I deserve a session. <laughs> I deserve a session. I ain't been on social media also in the last two weeks. Same. And so I told Deb, like, oh, I have a confession. And she she just knew my confession would be like, yeah, G, I smoked. No, it was, I downloaded TikTok for 10 minutes. <laughs> because, oh my girl, what did you do? Tell us you got a confession. I needed some giggles. I needed, I needed a laugh, child. I needed a laugh because... Some, where's the jokes? Usually I'm, I'm I'm the one with the jokes. I ain't got no jokes. My yeah. pockets is empty. It's been heavy. I, I should be a silk press that went back to 4C here after you dumped some water on it. But somehow she's still straight. Come on. That's quite the analogy. You get some of that wow spray on there. Is that? <laughs> and the wow spray is the Holy Spirit. Come on, wow. somebody. I did break down at work one day, though. I tried to keep it. It's okay because that, that be the place. Someone say the one thing. It's over with. It was just what's going on. I said, close the door. <laughs> close the door. It's nuts. Damn. Oh we. Mm. What is the hardest thing you ever been through? And how do you motivate yourself, Deborah Foster? Child, I will break down in tears right now. <laughs> it's still too early on for me to get y'all tears. I oh, refuse. We. I'm going to hold fast to that one. I'm not crying on the mic. Child, I'm going to try not to. I'm so emotional, so I'll be crying literally all of the time. It's like a release for me. But I would say the hardest thing that I've ever had to experience in my entirety of my entire life was my relationship earlier this year. It was just not a great relationship. Obviously, we've spoken about it before. Um, and it was difficult because, like, I think that I have had a very skewed, like, view of what love and relationships should be like. Mm -hmm. um, and when I was getting a certain level of, like, attention, I would, like, almost turn a blind eye to a lot of, like, the very clear red flags in the relationship. Um, so much so that when God was very clearly telling me, get up and go, I was like, no, because he does X, Y, or Z, or he does this, he does that. When it's like, those things should have never outweighed like the bad of the relationship. Um, and so like, it got bad to the point where it was becoming or became abusive. And like leaving an abusive relationship is 
very difficult because like there's so much like I don't even know how to fully explain this to someone who has not been in one, but it there's a lot of obligation you feel to the person, mm. to the relationship. Um, you don't want to tarnish their name. Um, you're thinking about your safety. You are thinking about uh, whether or not this person will do it again. You're thinking about like if there is even like an option for rest, like for rest- restoration or reconciliation. You think about a lot of things. Um, and so when people are like, well, why didn't you just call the police? Or why didn't you just do this? Or why didn't you do that? Well, because it's just not that simple. Um, and so when I finally got out of the situation, it took a very long time for me to like get back to smiling and being me and really like enjoying and finding like the love in life again or the the meaning of life again, right? Um, And that was really difficult and it's still difficult. So this weekend, uh, God had prompted me um, to throw out everything that um, this man has ever purchased me or um, that reminds me of him, whether that was pictures, whatever. Um, And I was cutting up some of the pictures because I had to throw them away. Um, and after I cut them up, I found myself like hyperventilating, like feeling so out of control, um, and feeling like almost like I was deleting this person out of my life because quiet as it's kept, I very much so did love this person. Um, I do believe that we are all still very much so, um, children of God, um, despite sometimes we make decisions that are not reflective of God mm-hmm. and his design and his purpose for us. Um, and I can make space for that being God's original design for his life and the fact that he also hurt me and made me feel terrible as like an individual. Um, and all that, and I definitely did like, we had some amazing times together. Um, and all of those pictures depicted most of those great times. And so it was almost like I was like erasing all of those times out of my memory. Um, And I felt very weird about it. I was like nearly having a panic attack. Uh, All that to say, that was very difficult for me. I threw away all of the stuff. (laughs) I threw away everything. Um, You finna tell the girls what to go through. (laughs) Cause baby y'all, the girlies at the thrift are about to come up on some items, babe. I mean, the real designer things. And I was gonna sell the stuff, but God was like, no, um, actually just give it away. Um, And that's what I did. And it's like, I feel free from it. And I still feel like I'm mourning it all at the same time. Um, So that was definitely one of the hardest things I've ever had to experience in my life because not only was I dealing with this relationship. I'm working full-time. I'm paying bills. I'm a full-time graduate student. And it's really hard to like get pauses on things like school and work, especially after like undergrad. They don't like, when I tell you that you really have to prove yourself that you're actually experiencing something. Um, so yeah, uh, that was that. And how do I motivate myself, um, through, the times where I'm struggling like mentally, um, 
because for example, the other day I was watching Black Cake. I don't know if you have ever watched the show. It's on Hulu. It's I new. feel like this is the second time you told me about. Yeah, it's a really great. It's like a really great. It just sounds weird. Black Cake. It's yes. It, it sounds weird, but I promise you, it's really cool. It's like a, a Caribbean, um, like story of this woman, and I don't know how to. I'm not even gonna try to fully explain it. The point being, there is a scene in the. I want to say sixth episode, the latest episode, where um, the daughter is in a relationship with this guy. Mm -hmm. And he turns out to be, like, narcissistic, abusive, the whole nine. And, like, leading up to, like, the final, like, scene of him actually putting his hands on her, I started getting anxious. I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Like, I haven't felt like this in a very long time. Um, and then when it happened, I felt myself, like I literally broke down in tears. And mind you, I haven't like cried like that in a very long time. It almost felt like I had been like transported back, which is once again, very weird because I haven't like thought about it much recently. Um, and I thought I was like a lot further along in my healing journey. Um, but you know, uh, so I try my best to uh, journal the times when I'm feeling out of control or like I like miss certain aspects of the relationship or whatever it is. Um, I pray a lot. I pray so much because and most of my prayers now are just like how we're talking. It's like, yeah, it's like, God, I don't know what you're doing. Um, thank you so much for, you know, seeing fit to keep me alive. Keep me in a number one more game. Okay. Giving me the opportunity to see another day. And. What yeah. opportunity am I exactly going Like, yeah. So I just try my best to stay encouraged, um, stay in community, stay um, prayerful and in prayer and, um, just trying to keep my mind in a space that doesn't kind of like seep into those like maladaptive, destructive thoughts. <sighs> that was a lie. It felt good to get off my chest though. All right. So the strip down is just an introduction of what we're talking about today. Update. Update. We didn't have an episode last week. Why? Because it felt like life was crumbling as we speak. The world is on fire. And the meteoroid came and crashed directly into my body. That's so traumatic. Now, child. So, we had the last episode. Cool. Thursday came that week. I was on a high. The very next day, things went low. We went to negative one. Two days later... Negative 20. And then a few days later, we had negative 50. Mm -hmm. So the car accident, y'all, I didn't been through so much with that car. And I quite literally trying to figure out, God, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to show me about me? What are you trying to get out of me? What are you trying to teach me? What did I do? Gang, please just say, tell me. Like, what yeah. did I do? What 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 am I not praying for? What, what am I not asking for forgiveness for? Like, what am I missing? Like, mm. 
I still have not got my direct answer. Um, yeah, I was in shambles. <laughs> that you were. I climbed out that car because I had to climb. The car is total. And I quite literally had a panic attack on the grounds of Chicago. Now, the first time, this ain't the, this ain't the first time I've been sitting on the middle of the street in, dis- in distress. The first time I was in distress was the first time the car got hit. I fell to my knees, but I was like in shock. We didn't cry. No, I was hysterical in front of non-blacks. <laughs> Being a, hyster- a hysterical black woman isn't safe. Um, I can't even believe you found myself in front of non-blacks. <laughs> oh lord hysterical g go to the hospital they pull up and I, I was just like in disbelief like god no and before how did i before we even got here the thing was i, I, I got bits and pieces what i think god is telling me so i was only outside for five minutes i just left the house because i was going outside to get this money mm-hmm but I didn't feel like going outside to get that money that day. I wanted to lay myself back down, but I was like, we finna keep it naked, naked. The account was in the negative. So girl, you gotta go get that money, get that account out the negative. Mm. You, you can only just do one or two orders on the Grubhub gang, go home. Matter of fact, I was just gonna do one. Mm-hmm. The, the order that I got was like $20. I said, that's all I need. Got my order, I'm on the way. And in the midst of why I got hit, tell me why. It go, all I hear, I like I like blanked out, but all I hear, Jesus, it's an old gospel song too. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. I was like, who is my writer on my show? This is very Tyler, Tyler Perry-esque. <laughs> Tyler Perry for sure. Black woman always gotta go through it. Ew. Yeah, he hate Black Wolf for sure. Not gonna lie, cause my God, it's like trial after trial. I got verse for that, cause you know me and God be talking. Well, He just been talking through His book because, mm-hmm. um, girl, I've been wanting Him to talk audibly. I need answers. Matter of fact, show up in the room, God, please. I need something supernatural. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten anything supernatural. I, I've been wanting it so bad. Like God, if it's any time to do something, get me now. Please. So that happens. Deb comes to the hospital. And girl, all I'm doing is crying. My hand feel like it's burning. I, the pain hasn't really set into my body, but apparently the, the body was on fire. I still have huge bruises on my body till today. Like I, and I wanted to go, because that's not sexy. I'm just tired of looking at it. <laughs> well, luckily. And at first, I, look, thank God I'm alive. The lady was like, nothing's broke. I said, no, see, look, I think God knows how much I can take because let something would have been broke. I just would have laid there. <laughs> it would have been unresponsive, just on the floor. Um, cool. Happy to be alive. Next day, Deb comes over. And I, I, all I can do is just look. Woman, a few words. I didn't, I didn't know what to say. Next day. Things get even deeper, very deep. I will not be disclosing on this podcast. And all I do is cry on the phone with him. 
it was the wrong time for things to be getting deep. I'm three weeks out from like finals, mm -hmm. graduation. This is supposed to be a joyous time. If it's nothing joyous about this time. Mm. Um, mentally, I'm going through it. Then I find myself going back to a very, very dark place. This was the trigger warning. Um, I quite frankly did not want to be here. Mm. But <laughs> one thing I do know, if you try to off yourself, you're not going to heaven. Well, Why leave the torment that seems to be so unbearable here for an actual unbearable torment that's for eternity? I think I'll sit it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to talk to myself because it wasn't even myself. Like, you might as well just give it up. I'm like, hold on. Reel it on back. That ain't me. You're tweaking. Now, it kept happening constantly. Like, days on end, like, but it comes, becomes tiring. And I'm just praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And things are actively getting worse. Yeah. And I told Deb at a point, I said, gee, I know God has answered my prayers before, but it's never felt like a time where I feel like prayer ain't working. I don't know if my word combination ain't here. I don't know if I got the right churchy vernacular to really set it on fire. I don't know what I need to do to make it pop, to make some, you know, turn around that, that in 24 hours, you will see a change. You know how the pastors be, G. Yeah. What, what, what's going on? Like, is you up there? <laughs> and then, but then I'm like, not even like, are you up there? I'm like, okay, God, is it me? Okay, if it's me, like, let's, Let's let's get down to it. Like, what's wrong? What 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 then I do? Please, because I quite we can end it now. I don't want to be like Moses who had to get broken down for 40, 40 years. Gee, four days is enough. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this been going on. I, it's like it's been like progressively getting worse. Remember, I told y'all, I said, God, they finna come jump me. I got jumped, gang. The nigga with the the tens came and stumped me out. Mm. I got the bruises to prove it. And meanwhile, it's like in a cartoon when yo when you getting beat up about a cartoon, but your head stick out to see. So they finna come get me. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you, G. Not not right now. And so. And also, I'm like, you never, first of all, we will never fully be able to um, comprehend the full essence of who, who God is, right? Mm. But it's like, damn, who I thought he was. And I'm like, who, who is he right now? Like, are you trying to show me a new aspect? Like, what are you trying to show me? Mm. And I quite literally, one, I have to depend on people and the pride has to leave. I miss want to be self-sufficient. If I didn't have to ask a soul for anything, I would be a-okay. Mm. I have to ask for like damn near everything now. Because first of all, my car got hit. Guess what still happened? That account was still in a negative. And I just put my, the reason my account was a negative because I put my last in my car. You know how some gas stations like, I was like, I'm gonna just let it go until like it take the rest of this mm -hmm. off my car. It kept going. I said, uh-uh. And then to put your account in negative, yeah. It happens. So the last, the last, went into the car for gas. Well, at least I'm good to like payday. Got mm -hmm. my car to give me to work. Now the car is gone. 
You know, the, that's crazy because that's literally, it literally always happens like that. The car is going. Here we go. The insurance lapsed. <laughs> and I don't own that car. I'm still paying on that car. So it's just like, oh, Jesus. Jesus, where is you? Where, where are you, Lord? My Lord, please. You said you would walk with me through the valley of the shadow of death. Where are you at? I mean, he's still there. It's whether or not you just you decide to see him or not. Right. I, I was I had to feel through. Like, y'all, I was on real pain medicine. Pain, pain medicine, I think muscle relaxes and something else. And I was so desperate, I said, I'm not eating. I don't even think I drink anything. Going delirious, because I'm like, God, I need you to show up. So I'm a fast. And then I did. Almost passed out. Had to eat the next day. And guess what? Situation was still the same. It got worse. But then I'm like, God, so did you really want me to fast? Like, I could have starved myself for three days. Could have did a full-on Esther fast. The one that saved the Jews from being wiped out. <laughs> Before it. I promise y'all, I was desperate. Church people are so funny because that Bible had never mentioned no dang old Esther fast. They said Esther fast for three days. She ain't eat nothing. They just be naming And she stuff. told the rest of the Jews not to eat nothing before she go before the, the king to tell him to change that order to kill up all the Jews. And guess what happened? It changed. I'm like, so maybe, maybe I too need to not eat or drink a thing. Do what the children of Nineveh did. They, they didn't eat or drink, not the cows or nothing, baby. I'm putting on my sackcloth going before the Lord because I'm desperate. Please hold your wrath. <laughs> you believe this is the wrath of God? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Friend, what? I quite literally don't know. So then I'm just talking. So then I'm, I'm quiet too. It's been a lot of quiet time here because I'm like, God, Maybe I'm talking too much. Here's your four, your mic. And that's what he's been doing, huh? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> so then I feel like he spoke to me um, a few days ago. Like, cause I, I wanted something supernatural, but we have the Bible. The Bible is the living word. If he ain't speaking nowhere else, he's speaking in the word. But it's just like, okay, God, where in the word do you want me? Mm -hmm. Cool. So I don't even know how I got there though. I, I was reading in like Hebrews, Hebrews 13, I think. And quite literally the pages of my Bible just slid over and opened up to James. James 1. Shall I read it? I've been here a few days. I don't know when I got here. I think I got here on the weekend. This is when I became stable. I was not stable. I think Deb was worried. She seen me Thursday. She says, you know what? You, you, your spirit looks better. You, you, you're looking lighter. You, your face look better. Like It's like the color came back to my face. So I swear to y'all, I looked like I was, I was about to go on back to glory. I told Deb quite literally, I wouldn't be mad if sweet, low, sweet chariot came on to carry me home to the point where I'm walking now. And this one car did quite literally come close to hitting me. But 
I knew I was going in my mind because I was like, well, shit is God is let's make it quick. Anyways, James one, it was bad. Um, and then you still gotta go to work and school after this. I don't and then yeah, I was like, I don't think I know how to be an adult. Mm. I feel like I was I felt still sometimes feel today like, oh, I'm failing at life. I can't be an adult. I don't even know how to like compartmentalize. I hate that word. What I have going on, which is causing me so much emotional pain and mental turmoil. Turn, turmoil? Mm-hmm. Sounds weird. Um, that it's showing up in everything and it's messing up everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, niggas do this every day, B. They do. What's wrong with you? Niggas get shot every day. I think that you are also still in the very early stages of adulthood. Oh, yeah. I'm like, 23. I'm three in adult years. Yeah, and you, like, just turned 23. So. And I've been doing a bang-up job. I don't. It's quite literally my third month out here. And I and I crashed. I crashed out. Literally. Crashed out. And I was like, damn, God, I don't know. Even to the point, I was like, I don't even know if I should be talking on this podcast. Who am I to talk to y'all? Not, but the thing is, the point is for me to be bare myself nakedly. I said, but this is too much. We get too close. We, I can, I can show y'all something I'm naked about. Probably about like a month out. Cool. I'm fresh in it. Fresh in it. Not, not off of it. I'm in it. Can't tell you how what what the outcome is. Mm. Today, I'm just happy just to feel like meh. Happy to be alive. Breath in my body again. He 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 woke me up, so maybe the job isn't done. Cool. But now life is like, well, the worst that can happen is that I can die. And I'm not saying this in a bad thing, but even if he did, if I die, I said my confessions, I bared it all to the Lord. If I leave here, hey, I'm cool to go go sit with Jesus. The, the world is on fire. War. <laughs> inflation. Inflation, bro. Inflation. Bread costs like $6. Even with my link taken off the taxes, it's like, <clears throat> yeah. Um, My ADHD is running. James won. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was going to let it run. No, I didn't know where I was going to go. All right. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. And I want to say we're going to do NIV. I'm going to read New King James Version after that. But we're going to make it easier for those so we ain't worried about the d and though. It says, consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because, because you know that the testimony of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work in you so you may be mature and complete lacking anything if anything you if any of you lacks wisdom you should ask god who gives generously without fault it will be given it wow this is actually worse than the king james version really i hate the way it's written anyways let me sum it up it says count it all joy when you face many trials and king james or new king james version it says 
Because the test on your faith will produce patience. And it says, let patience have its perfect work in you. Mm. That you will be complete and lacking nothing. I'm like, this is this is what my Bible slid over to. That's so funny. Because <laughs> I was reading Hebrews 13. Because the guy was dealing with me on some old things. Like, I'm just like, it's my heart. And then... I go to Bible study Thursday. I'm just expect. I, I promise y'all. <laughs> I just knew God was gonna do it for me, y'all. I was like, I'm a moving expectation. I was I was praying for my past to be like, hold on. I hear the Holy Spirit speaking. Somebody was in a car accident last Friday. She. It was a young woman, and I was gonna be like, it's me. <laughs> The Holy Spirit has placed it on my heart to give you a check to pay for your damages. Matter of fact, church, online and in the building, sow it to her, sow it to her, sow it to her. <laughs> Bro. The Holy Spirit is speaking. Yes, what else is he saying? What else is he saying? But at this point, I don't even want to hear it from nobody else. God, come to me. Come, come, come make my ear hot that, that I hear you speaking. Mm. My ear ain't been hot, gang. Ain't been hot. But you know what he did? It's like he slid them pages over. You know, I, was, I was getting it because I'm like, maybe I just need to sit and read a few verses just day in and day night. And so I read James 1 a few times. Actually, on my wall, there's a few of those verses because, baby, he gets down to it. Especially the one of... <laughs> Be quick to listen, mm. slow to speak, slow to get angry. I failed that one last week. Um, he said, we're going to take this verse by verse. And it's been so, I read it all at once, all together. I said, this is a lot. Just in the first chapter, James gets you together. I said, let's, let's sit on this. Count it all joy. I should be very joyous right now. That my life is crumbling. I'm not at rock bottom, but it's like I'm doing a wall set from rock bottom. And from rock bottom, I'm between a rock and a hard place. Talk about back up against the wall, y'all. I quite literally, no exaggeration, I, 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 I think I slid down a wall in these past few days. So I just cannot believe. But you know, what they say sometimes. Sometimes it's going to look worse before it get better. God let Lazarus sit in the grave. He, first, he let him die. He let Lazarus die. Then he waited three days. And on the third day, he said, I bet. Let's go see about him. After these people been calling and begging and pleading, Jesus come. They told him to heal him of the sickness. He ain't do that. Because he wanted to do something greater. Jesus got his feet up. Eat, eat and the disciples looking at him like yo homie is dying gang <laughs> and that was his friend too that, like, was, that his, was his homeboy it wasn't just like a regular person that read the bible that came up to and said my lord my lord no they had relational equity i feel like we have relation relational equity okay yeah because that's that's I, that's that's how i feel mm -hmm. anyways i'm dead and it's like, all right, God, 
And when you're dead for three days, it's like he he had the smell to him. He is wrapped up in the, the death cloth. And then Jesus said, oh, now I'm giving a revelation while I'm talking. Then Jesus came. Jesus didn't go into the tomb. You know what he just did? He said, Lazarus, get up and walk. Mm. He did weep first. So God, I really hope you cry for me because he is not a high priest that doesn't empathize with our this is true affliction so i know he was crying with me child and he said god's collect our tears baby last week alone he got a full gallery he got a, a sea full of tears from that week so god is i think it's my third day out here so if you would like to intervene please please do it's an emergency I'm going to leave it there. That was, thank you for sharing. Girl, that was an ADHD soapbox ramble. I hope it was something profound in there for you all. Um, More of the story. Don't give up. So... Job is somebody that I really admire in the Bible. <laughs> Me too. Uh, because even like when I begin to complain about my situations, um, no matter what that is, I find myself like being reflective on Job and his situation, how he ain't even do nothing for real. Um, and so let's just read a little bit about Job uh, because I think this might be encouraging because not only just you um i feel like a lot of people are experiencing a lot of turmoil right now as the year is coming up to the end um yeah um and so just to give some encouragement so in sec in job uh chapter two let's just read from verse one and wherever we end we end it says, one day the members of the heavenly court came again to present themselves before the Lord. And the accuser, Satan, came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord. I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. And he has maintained his integrity, even though you urged me to harm him without cause. Satan replied to the Lord, skin for skin, a man will give up everything he has to save his life or reach out and take away his health. And he will surely curse you to your face. All right. Do with him as you please. The Lord said to Satan, but spare his life. So Satan left the Lord's presence. And he struck Job with terrible boils from his head to his feet. Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery. As he sat among the ashes, his wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your, in in your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God well. and never anything bad? So in all this, Job said nothing wrong. Just going to stop it right there because we can continue. But that pattern continues um, throughout 
pretty much the entire uh, book of Job, not all of the the books, but uh, a large majority of the book of Job was talking about all of the, you know, the different trials that um, Job faced, whether that was losing his children, his friends turning their back against him, um, losing his um, his riches, losing his livestock, pretty much losing his health, as we just saw. Everything that would make a man praise God, he lost. The first thing, so when they first, when he first lost everything, his all his kids died, his building, his property, money gone. First, he tore his clothes in mourning. He cried. The third thing he did was praise God. Yeah. He gave God thanks. Um, it took me a while. I ain't tell my clothes. I just cried. God, why? What's going on? And then I just had to thank God, child. What they say, worship is a weapon. Because let me just give you thanks for what's, what, 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 what is going right. Let's not lose sight of what you are doing. Mm. Because things could be terribly worse. Even as I sit here today, things could be terribly worse. Mm -hmm. Like I said, something should be broke. Baby, you had a few bruises, neck and back pain. I mean, yes, it's like bad, but I'm mm -hmm. saying it could be worse. Yeah, yeah, the stuff on your arms was been hurting. Cool. It should have been worse than that. Um, things could be worse. Not so, even just that things could be worse because that perspective, I mean. Not even just worse. When I say that, I'm like, it's so much that he has kept me from. Oh, yeah. Like the situation didn't have to play out the way that it did. Now, yeah. is it still bad? Absolutely. Multiple things can be true at once. But I also must give you praise for the mercy that was even given within that situation. Mm -hmm. Even though at first it felt like no mercy. <laughs> and when we talk about Job, Job asked for years, actually, God, why? What's going on? What did I do? And do you know what this man replied to him saying, which I feel like I'm probably talking to myself. He say, he say, look up at the sky. Do you see all the stars in the sky and how they are aligned like that? He told him, look at the ocean. And he told him how all things came together. And then he never asked, answered Job, Job's question. He indirectly said, baby, I orchestrated all of this. And I make sure it flow and function. Then he asked him, could you, could you do it? And I think that low-key, we might read that as arrogance. But I think that's more so God's will is so perfect. Exactly. He's so perfect in everything that he does. God's love is able to produce a, a life in a, in a structure that is so perfect. The thing about it is that we always have to remember that we are people who are born again, living in a world that has fallen from like from grace. Mm -hmm. So there will always be situations where there will be the ebbs and the flows of life. We'll go, we'll get into accidents. We'll total our cars. We'll get into, you know, bad relationships. We'll cry. We'll weep. We'll lose people. People will die. Um, people will betray us. This is literally, and Jesus showed us that even him, he would come down on earth in the same body that we had 
and still experience the things um, that we experience because that is the nature of the world that we live in. Um, so when Job said, shall I accept only good from God and not the bad? That's not saying that God gives, like, you, bad. gives you bad, but God will allow the things to happen because God is, or, is, is a God of order. If God were to stop every single black, bad thing from happening, then that would disrupt the, the, uh, the natural flow. order of e Exactly, the natural order of life. God gave the wind, the water, the sun, the moon, and every other um, natural uh, uh, element in the, in the universe he gave it its own like uh like rain and room uh and and assignment. Uh, an assignment exactly thank you and so when god did that he knew that i'm not going to force the moon and the sun and the the wind and the and the waves to move in any in any type of way but when i do step in and i show up they have to bow because i created them that's in the same way like our parents gave birth to us right and while our parents can give us order uh, to do things, the hope is that while they're not around, we do our own thing, you know what I'm saying? We experience life how we experience it. But when they walk into the room, there's a level of respect due. And that's just how it should be because we're supposed to honor our mother and our father regardless, right? And so in the same way, when God created us, when God created everything around us, he gave all of us free will, including everything that we see, all of the elements, every uh, wave, every ocean. He gave everything free will to an extent, of course. <laughs> and everything's to an extent. It has parameters. Everything has parameters. Um, and so when he gave us all free will, he also factored in that human and our hearts are evil. What we want to do will always directly contradict what he wants for us. Jesus said, there's and no man that is good. It's not the good found in a man's heart. That's it. Only no man that is good is God, the oh, father. The father, literally the only one that's good. Jesus, the crazy part about it is he that- He was saying Jesus was good. Like, he was like, who are you to tell me that I'm good? Like, no man is good. Literally. Nothing in his heart is. And, and that's, that, that even like baffles me because- Jesus knew that he was God. He wasn't. They like, didn't know then. It was too early. Why? But, um, but still, Jesus, but he knew that he was God. Right? So for you to say nobody is good except God the Father, it's like technically y'all are all one entity. So you are God. So you are good. But Jesus also understood that because I'm on this earth, in so this human flesh. body, I there is no good in me because I am a human, right? Um, not saying that he was not good because he absolutely the was. He was perfect. That this earth and did not see it. Yeah. Literally, literally the only one. Um, all that to say, when Job experienced what he experienced and when God responded to him in that way, um, that's not arrogance coming from God. It's not God saying, shut up and be in a child's place. That's God saying, do you trust me? If you, look around, if you look around and you see the sun, the moon, the stars, the ocean, the dry land, the mountains, the prairies, the valleys, if you see all of that and you can still sit in my face and tell me that you don't believe me to be able to change your individual situation when I created everything around you, you don't really believe in me for real. What the message behind that is he was telling Job, just hold on, hold your peace. I got it. I promise you I do. Not that, AG, shut up. Like, 
give me a second. No, God is like, I love you. I love the, I, I love you so much that I'm the God who created everything around you and I still care about you. There's one individual in this, in, of millions of people. That's insane. Yes. And I also understand the facts I've been having to say this over and over again. The man who went to um, Jesus to um, deliver his son when he was possessed by um, demon demons. I don't know how many there were. Um, and the disciples couldn't cast it out. Um, the father said, please forgive me of my disbelief. And the disbelief wasn't that he didn't believe. He did not believe in God's ability to do it. Sometimes it's hard to believe that God will do it for you. Mm. Honestly, I've been there. I've seen God. I believe. I told y'all. I've seen things. I've seen God move. I've seen the miracle, the supernatural. I felt in. Heard things. Cool. I know God is real. I know that Jesus is real. I know the power in the name of Jesus. But sometimes it feels like, God, will, will you actually do it for, for me? me? Yeah. That's difficult. And that's a very uncomfortable place to be. Especially as a like a Christian, as a Christ follower, it's it's like, do you love me enough? Like I know that you died for me. Salvation has been great. Thank you for saving me. But do I believe you? You to got go, the basic package. You know package. what I'm saying? Literally, <laughs> literally, I got the basic package. But do I really believe that you can do everything that I've like all of the the, the miracles and the wonders that I've seen? Break protocol on my behalf. Like you know. Turn the situation that was supposed to turn out to be all bad to turn it at for it is good. There's mm -hmm. no way that I got this report. So I've been saying, God, forgive me of my unbelief, my lack of faith that you would do it for me. And I ask that my words come into alignment with my heart and my mind that I do believe that you'll do it for me. And I have to say that every day because sometimes I just be like, <sighs> but I still been getting up. Still been giving thanks. I always starts with Thanksgiving mm. um, and talking to God. Because honestly, that's the only thing that's keeping me sane. And I can say that um, my faith is stronger because the first few times I told y'all, it was my my natural res response was to, oh, I'm going back, <laughs> going back to where I came from. Mm -hmm. Get a while here. I'm finna smoke me a weed. I'm just finna, I'm just finna do me. But it's like, I don't even, I quite literally can't. My mind won't allow me to. My faith won't allow me to. The spirit man who has grown up some, ain't no going back to it. Like, I won't even feel comfortable being, smoking in the session. But also those who are around me, even the people who still smoke in the session. Yeah. Them people ain't passing, you know, look. It's just like, no, G, not you. Yeah. This ain't. It ain't you no more. Not that's even, okay. Not even that it's not you no more. I don't care if the situation been bad or you deserve what. I'm not allowing you to. Yeah. Child. Still holding on. And also, I just feel like um, when we ask God to um, refine us, transform my heart and my mind, God said he refined you by fire. And that's also me trying to like rethink or reposition the way that I look at like what fire is because fire is uncomfortable. It can be bad, it can be painful, but fire produces good things. You can't cook without heat. 
It's true. Soul food. You can't make the collard greens, the ants. This one be Thanksgiving. You can't make none of that without the heat. You can't bake without heat. And so, until I can become this fine, beautiful product, or even the fire and the gold, gold has to go through very high temperatures of heat. And the heat has been turned up. And I, 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 I low-key did knock on the door like, AG, let me out. Yeah, that was my knock, quite literally, like, hey, I don't, I don't know if this is what I want. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't see... I will. I, I do. I, I feel like it could have went a different way. But also, I'm not God. I'm trying not to lean on, not to my own understanding, because God also said, I think it's in Philippians, my ways and my thoughts are higher than yours. Such I'm as pretty the heavens sure are, I, I read that this morning. Are, are higher than um, the heavens are higher than earth. So I'm just like, yep. <laughs> what do I know? I didn't create the universe. <laughs> my bad, gang. You're not wrong. But um. The cool thing about what you said about like, and we can wrap after this. Um, but the cool thing that you said about like going through the fire and like being gold, um, I don't remember where or how I came across this discovery about like the element of gold. But gold is actually like not hard in general. No, so generally speaking. Um, like when you first like find gold, it is technically hard because it's like a, almost like a rock. Um, but in order for it to become the gold that we know, the shiny, pretty gold, you have to put it through a lot of fire. Uh, and then you have to allow all of the impurities in it to rise to the surface. Um, and then you also mix it with other metals in order for it to like get that shine and get hard again. But the goal is when you are heating up gold, first to let the impurities rise to the surface and remove those impurities, but to also make the gold malleable because that's when they're able to make necklaces and rings and earrings and all of the other things. And so when God puts us through the fire, the goal is to make sure our heart because what because the gold that he's referring to is like is our hearts so our hearts naturally are hardened towards god since the fall cool we don't want we don't want to we don't want to fool with god because it goes against our our you know our physical needs our our physical he's holy and we're not period and it's hard for a, a person who's not holy to want to get holy in alignment God. with a holy it's so difficult um without obviously the intercessor and the middle person which is jesus um and thank god for him in but the holy all, spirit in the holy spirit um but all that to say when god is putting us through the fire i promise you the way that we're going to come out our hearts our hearts are going to be softened in a way that we had never experienced before. And that also prepares us to deal with all of the upcoming trials of life because that verse that you read in, was, was it uh, James. James? It says, could you, could you remind me of, is it, of the specific way he, uh, he said it? It said, count it all joy when you... Yeah, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Okay. That, that, NIV that was says it. perseverance. Yeah, that was the only thing. Um, the, so the, the first part said, when you experience various trials, S, various, many, or different types, um, meaning that this will not be the only trial that you face in your life, which sucks to even think about. But in addition to that, 
Every single trial that we've gone through in our life, I promise you, has made our heart, if we've allowed it to, we, it makes our heart just a little bit softer than it was before to be able to be ex, ex, like to to handle what what like what it, comes next. It makes it soft when you're alone, when you're bringing it to God during the situation. Yeah, because because um, you could get hard. No, a few at the beginning of I felt my heart getting hard again. I felt me reverting back to our old way of being, um, the nonchalantness, mm-hmm. the hard bodiness of it all. I felt it coming back and I was just like, nah, gee, quite literally can't go back there. But also you said something about the, the impurities coming to the, the top first. Um, and that's part of why when you go to the fire and I told you, I feel like I'm failing because all everything is coming up that's like impure, unpure. And so I'm seeing it as like, oh, I'm effing up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm messing up, like I'm quite literally terrible. But maybe it's just things coming to the surface and leaving instead of mm-hmm. it just, yeah, it was deep down in there. It's like, why did we have to take this road, girl? Yeah. You know how you feel when you throw up? You still be feeling kind of sick after you throw up because like there's still like that fake residue in your throat and it's like the acid and all of that. But after, give like an hour or two hours, you feel even better than before because everything has now come out and out. And there's always that, oh, I have. (laughs) And there's that like little, like that's that little period of time where you still, where you feel a little bit low key worse than you felt when you were having a little tummy ache. And then after that period, that's the, oh my God, I feel so amazing. Life feels great again. And that is how the cycle goes. Now, the scarier part of it is we never know the time frame. <laughs> That's the scary part. We don't know what the time frame is gonna look like. God, please. I don't wanna fight no more. Damn, white flag. I surrender. Flag on the plate, for sure. Please. Cause I quite literally can't do it anymore. And you can. Um, and I'm continuing to pray for you. Um, so what is your naked confession for the night, Candace? Um, my naked confession right now is that I'm weak. Mm. I think that's what I've been trying to like. I'm always supposed to feel like I'm supposed to be strong. I'm supposed to get together, I'm supposed to have it together. Um, I'm weak, feel broken, and I have to depend on others right now and that's uncomfortable for me thank you for your honesty um my naked confession uh, tonight is that i am still in my healing journey and i'm having to be okay with the ups the downs the good days the bad days um and that has been like a struggle for me um because I already struggle mentally. Uh, I have struggled mentally for a very long time. And so lows be feeling low. (laughs) Lows be feeling extremely low and highs feel very high. So it's very difficult to like fall in, like fall somewhere in the middle. So when I am like on a high, I'm like nearly afraid because I know when I, when inevitably something does happen or I do feel like, 
I'm taking a step back. It, it'll feel extremely low. Um, and so I'm just trusting God, oh, Lord, to keep me um, in this process. And yeah, but I do want to pray. Um, and we never do this on the pod. We haven't done it on the pod um, thus far. But I do want to pray for um, anyone, including us, who is experiencing any like difficult season right now and is trying to navigate um, and just needs peace. So let's pray and then we can end out. Cool. Take us out, Reverend. <laughs> God, thank you so much for those listening uh, tonight or whenever they're listening, oh God. I thank you for your faithfulness in their lives. I thank you that them even listening to this episode is not an accident. I thank you that you've already spoken to their hearts and brought them peace, but God, I thank you that your word already tells us that you will give us peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm. So even in the midst of their trials and their tribulations, oh God, I pray that you'd bring them peace. I pray that you'd bring them joy. I pray that you'd bring them contentment in their situation as to be able to grow in patience in you, oh God. I pray that their faith would grow in this time. I pray that their hearts would not be hardened, but would be softened to hear your voice, to follow your lead, oh God, and to be sensitive to your inklings, oh Lord. I pray that you continue to give them hope for the future because before you were, we were even formed in our, in our mother's womb, oh God, you knew us, you had a plan for us, and you created us to be beautiful and wonderful, oh Lord. So let us continue to believe in that plan that you have for our lives, even in the worst times. I thank you again, oh God, for letting us commune with one another on the podcast today. And I pray that this podcast would continue to speak to someone's heart in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray and we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, friends. All right. That's been another epi. Stay naked. Yes. Stay real. Stay trusting God. That was good. Mm -hmm.